0: talking all the time don't be saying that I'm lying if you tell me, tell me, baby, what's up tell me, baby, what's up don't be telling lies if I'm taking all the rest, right steps you're making this a mess I want to know what's on your mind so what's up tell me, baby, what's up yeah. Yeah. don't keep copping shit I know that I won't cause I'm loving it woo! Yeah.
1: Yeah! That is right. You know what time it is? It's already the time that you thought it was. It's the tremendous podcast time uh, coming through your ears. Is Soul Boy? We it's so nice. We had to do it twice. Also, I got the name of the track wrong, so we're doing <laughs> it again. This and it sounded Soul like Boy. Shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. It sounded like uh, doo doo, but that was uh, that was Soul Boy with the song, Borderline, and the producer there is Knownson. Check him out on uh, Spotify. Check him out on SoundCloud. But uh, none of that is important. None of that is important (laughs) because you are in the presence of the child cockfight of the podcasting world in that the technique is sloppy, is scarcely attended, and deep down inside, as much as we enjoy it, we know we shouldn't be doing it. (laughs) Uh, My name is Elliot Rovetti. And my co-host here, my co-pilot, my uh, consigliere is uh, Mr. Thomas Whitcomb.
2: Wonderful to be here. I find every time we try and feature local artists' music on our podcast, especially if there's someone that we personally know, we usually just get abused for the lack of uh, quality of sound that it comes to everyone, to all of our listeners hearing the very standard definition tones that we're able to provide.
1: Well, Tom, um, if somebody calls you a horse, slap them in the face. If someone calls you a horse a second time, punch them in the nose. But then if someone calls you a horse a third time, buy yourself a saddle.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That's great. Uh,
1: Welcome to the Tremendous Podcast, everybody. Um, I actually got some comments recently uh, from a fan telling me that I need to te- introduce Tom in a more equal way It makes it sound like he is my backup. He's my Robin to the Batman and that is not the case um, He is in this with me like the kids in Columbine uh, <laughs> We are in this we are in this together There's no backing out where there's there's no part part. We both we it's a murder It's a murder-suicide pact and uh, <laughs> Tom's in there with me We've, We've made created no him. mistake
2: We've created a ve- version of the Doom video game where it just looks like different comedy venues through Sydney. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I love the Doom reference. Well, do you, um, do you, yeah.
2: do you, you get the Columbine reference there, right, as well?
1: well? Yeah, of course I do. Yeah, 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 yeah. You got the schools all over and you got the map, yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah but, you, but you remember that, that was their big thing, right? That they made a version of Doom like mapped to their school and their classrooms and stuff.
1: Yeah, 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 and it was also it was like a Minecraft sort of thing. Yeah, like, uh, I had in in term. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: I had some mates who went deep on the column. Like you know how all of their journals and stuff are online, and you can uh, you can go you can go real deep into that. I I've chosen. They're not called to. the ba-
1: the ba- yeah yeah yeah. I I, I recently have by uh, I try I, tr- I did my toe. It was called the basement tapes, and uh, it was like it's these un it's these uh, declassified. Oh, um, I'm sorry, classified tapes of uh, the kids inside of their basements sort of talking about the event uh, to come and what, and they've got their guns and they're drinking whiskey. And the only thing that's sort of been released are um, uh, sort of verbal descriptions of what are inside of the video and only sort of really by the media. But um, when you listen to people like the, the lawyers that were involved in it, um, I listened to this one guy, John DeCamp, who was talking about how uh, pharmaceuticals were entirely A part of it and not really talked about In the media and he goes I watched Every tape he goes uh, They didn't talk about any of that like he goes Like they, they didn't talk about how the pharmaceuticals And the de- uh, antidepressants uh, That these kids were on had um, Everything to do with their uh, Downfall
2: mm. Can I suggest just gotten gotten <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> we start again Yeah We can't We can't start here This is this is not Good for anybody <laughs>
1: no, no, no! No, we've we're gotta, no, we've we're gotta, we've, no, we're leaving it all in. No, we're leaving it all. It's sta- all staying in.
2: We've started again for way better. Like we, we've, no, we've no, reset no, for no. stuff that wasn't. I've as
1: wanted as to. That. Re- I've wanted to restart the podcast for way worse, and you haven't let me. <laughs> <laughs> so this is what's happening. <laughs> <laughs> your way welcome was. everybody to the tremendous podcast guys we have a jam-packed show for you we're talking about uh lying we've got some conspiracies uh, already and uh we've got the we've got an update on the female athlete challenge we, we got to be uh, so Tom. careful
2: because I know you did this last <laughs> week as well in setting up what we're going to talk about the podcast because it makes it seem like we have a structure. But then, <laughs> I remember last week <laughs> you said we're because you never you didn't address the fact as well that you were laying out for the first time what we're doing the podcast and you go and we got some uh, gender revelations and just nothing ever came of it.
1: Dude, that's haunted me the entire week since it really? releasing it. Yeah, because I've been thinking about that. I mean, like, oh, I can't believe I fucked that up. <laughs> and the, I really was actually, in a lot of the time, the conclusion that I made was that it was your fault because oh, yeah? it's your idea. It's your idea for the segment, and you should have brought it up. Like, why would I bring up your segment? Um, so,
2: it's because uh, plead your case. Plead every, your case. <laughs> every time there was even a minor pause, even if there was like a, a little moment of silence, you're like, so Tom, have you ever uh, stolen a hot air balloon?
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's how little I believe in you, Tom. That's uh, <laughs> I'm just having to throw out. <laughs> uh, fucking yeah! Butt who shot. was who?
2: Who was the second fiddle in the trench coat mafia? That's me, evidently.
1: <laughs> the second fiddle <laughs> in the trench coat. <laughs> uh, what has been going on this week, my man?
2: Uh, what has been going on? Oh, I've been, I've, I've been. How how engaged are you with like the world of social media? I've been I've been mining for likes. I'm trying to I'm trying to grow a following and it is it's soul destroying. It's like a social media is like an abusive relationship because one day it'll like push all your stuff out and get heaps of likes. It's like we love you, we love you so much, and the next day it just slaps you down. Like, no, you suck. Everything you do is awful. You should just yeah. give up right now.
1: You've sort of informed me a lot about this because, like, uh, I would post stuff on social media, and it was a little bit like that. But I didn't, I didn't read too much into it. But you're, you're, you're very analytical, and you're like, why isn't this thing liking me?
0: <laughs> well, I guess,
2: I guess I'm a piece of shit today. <laughs> I mean, yeah, what, exactly. What, yeah, the algorithm's got to know. The algorithm's got to know. That's <laughs> all of these people to base social. It's called social media. I'm not social enough. Everyone hates me.
1: Yeah, <laughs> like gluing together my foreskin. Stupid, stupid, stupid. <laughs> 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 yeah, no, it's like uh, it's tricky, and I you've kind of educated me a little bit to that because um, I didn't realize that reels were that discriminating. Where it was like one time you could be the Brad Pitt of your uh, of your friend group, and then the next time you're the uh, you know the Bradley, the guy, that guy Bradley <laughs> that uh, that no one likes. Bradley. You know, you know no one even knows down look down at the bottom <laughs> yeah, of, scroll down exactly the bottom of your friends list <laughs> yeah uh um but yeah like uh it's kind of tricky i don't know it's kind of actually deterring from posting stuff on there because uh like you said unless you're like oh, yeah, unless you're justin bieber uh reels is like no one needs to see this kind of thing
2: yeah 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 and then i don't know because you kind of we've talked about this before i don't know if we talked about it on the podcast but it, You see these guys, especially stand-up comedians who haven't gone down the traditional route and been picked and gotten signed, who have just like created their own fan base and now they sell out shows all over Australia. You Isaac Butterfields and your Neil Kulhatkars and all those kinds of guys, your Frenchies. And you're like, Mm. oh, maybe I could do that. And you post a video that gets 100 likes and you're like, I'm on the way. And the next day, it's like, no one likes this. You suck. No one's going to pay for this. (laughs) You're going to hate your job forever. This is your life. Get used to it. But keep trying.
1: (laughs) Yeah, dude, it's uh, it can be a little bit of an. I mean, well, look, I don't think I really have much of a chance because uh, I think that I've recently been shadow banned on Twitter. <laughs> I mean, not 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 Twitter, Instagram. I, I've just heard it so many times in that terminology, and uh, didn't actually kind. Of, I was like, wow, that actually happens. But uh, I think I've been shadow banned on Instagram <laughs> for right. sure.
2: I don't want to. I don't want to go into the content too much, but your Instagram story today did rile me up significantly. But without focusing <laughs> on. Ah! the topic. Okay, we won't posted, focus on the topic. But you posted a video and then that is is uh, I would say divisive. <laughs> is divisive?
1: Oh, I think you're out of your Yeah, divisive is a good word, yeah.
2: Divisive is a good word because it doesn't lay judgment on it. It's just so, some people some people really Boy, agree with you it.
1: are great with the PR, right? Some you, people really agree with it.
2: Some people really disagree with it. One of those groups in my estimation are morons. I won't say which.
1: <laughs> okay, so without saying what I posted, I will say this. Yeah, go on. Okay, look, I posted. Uh, I kind of posted a double whammy. Like I, I expect, I should have expected this um, because I posted a video uh, by th- that was. Uh, I actually, I, I, I'm sorry, I reposted or shared a video that was posted by uh, Anthony Mundine, <laughs> and then the video also had. Uh, the video was also um, David Ike, uh, conspiracy theorist. No conspiracy theorist uh, the talking conspiracy about
2: theorist, conspiracy theorist slash pro- former professional goalkeeper David Ike,
1: and and a politician and uh, TV news anchor. Mm. Uh, but that's I'll say no more. But I got I got banned because like I, I looked not I, I didn't get banned off Instagram, but the next time I went to go and share something innocuous. Uh, they were like not happening, pal. You can't share anything. You can share reels if you'd like to, but no more stories for you.
2: Wait, what do you mean? What did what came up?
1: Um, I posted it. I posted it on my story, but it was um.
2: I was trying to understand what that was because you posted like the screenshot, and I thought that's what I wanted to ask because what it looked like. I might
1: clarify it. I might clarify it for uh, my loyal fans. Uh, <laughs> fucking, what it was was I was pointing to when you um i might even make a little video of it because when you go to your share when you go to a video and you hit the sh- you can either go like comment or share and mm-hmm. if you go to share the top option is add to your story mm-hmm. um but the story was gone from mine it was c- completely gone
2: no they've changed the functionality you got to add the sticker the sticker yeah yeah, yeah yeah it's they've changed it you can't you can't uh, that option isn't there anymore they've brought in a new way of doing that
1: Oh, well, that's a good, that's good to know. <laughs> I was like, I was just like, oh my goodness, that's crazy. The hubris uh, g-
2: that you think Mark Zuckerberg is like, we need to shut this guy down. We, <laughs> <laughs> we, we can't let this, we can't let this Anthony Mundine via Elliot story go story go viral.
1: <laughs> I think it was the tremendous influence. Can I say that thought actually went through my mind. I was like, uh, they're probably doing some like technical like format like changes. And then I was like, uh, on this day that I posted this? I don't think so.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and that sums up every issue I have with what you're posting on social media. Because <laughs> you saw that Instagram had changed its functionality and you went, someone's against me. <laughs>
1: yeah, it was probably uh, the system. Um, yeah, no, no, look, I... Uh, I was getting, I was, cause I get those alerts. You get those alerts whenever you want to post those things. And um, I just kind of posted it. And then I thought that I got banned and uh, I brought it to the podcast. But apparently it was I just th- a format change.
2: <laughs> I, I just can't wait until COVID's over so I can follow Roey Ravetti on Instagram again. Cause that was just <laughs> causing me too much stress.
1: Oh, why? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> true, true, true. <laughs>
2: yeah no, you're going down the same route. You've inv-
1: anyway. No. no. I'm not going I'm, I'm to be the guy that posts a whole bunch of stuff uh, about whatever. But I'm going to be posting about uh, whatever sort of pops up. And I'm like, this is uh, something that I think people should at least put into the discussion.
2: Yeah. Speaking of which, and I think we, this is a really good example of this, is of a discussion the world has to have is, could... Is there a female professional athlete who could bowl over Elliot Ravetti? and that's the could question is there? <laughs> <laughs> could yeah. there, could there be? does one exist uh do you want so us who, to
1: sound make us sound more dumb tom <laughs> way before we introduce the knocking over a woman competition <laughs> I, I caught
2: myself i caught myself i came i came good i yeah, should, should we should i should i play should i play the video for the fans so they can hear what exactly the
1: challenge that we put out was there was a baseball game where a guy ran on the field and had all this security chasing him and this ball girl, a ball girl in a baseball jersey started getting in his way like she's going to stop him. This guy just started like sidestepping like he was going to try and get past her. I looked over at my girlfriend. I was like, why didn't he just run her over? <laughs> why didn't he Why didn't he just truck her? I, I would have 100% just like run her over like on in a straight line if she's gonna get in the way i'm being like you're gonna this the train's coming and like uh, and and then she was like that's a female athlete and i was like it doesn't matter and i go uh i could still run her over and she goes no you couldn't i go tiana i could run over any female athlete
2: (laughs) (laughs) so there's the challenge the challenge that elliot put out to the well put out to our listeners that, that i put out to the world through the magic of instagram reels and uh it, it 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 couldn't have gone better from my perspective Elliot, what why don't, tell me what from your perspective what you saw from there. <laughs>
1: um i uh well from my perspective it's getting out of hand <laughs> uh, it's, it's getting out of hand frankly um I've had professional athletes call me out uh and uh and and I'm you know I'm taking the challenge if anybody if, if look i i'm I will say this um I, I'm gonna have to train a little bit. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna postpone the date. I'm just gonna say that I'm gonna have to jam in some training time. Um, but uh, but yeah, no. I've I've gotten some. I've got some some people call me out. Uh, what 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 happened was my girlfriend uh, posted the video, and tagged um, some of her friends in it, and uh, Bellator fighter Janae Harding. Um, it's actually responded and said, uh, "Yeah, I'll I'm I'm put my hand up for the competition. I will put my hand up for the challenge. Uh, actually, you know what? I've got it right here. It's uh, it's it's it says uh, absolutely here for seeing if you can run me over and watching you bounce off, uh, a laughing, crying emoticon, uh, has been done before.
2: <laughs> so that's a comment from uh, number seven ranked featherweight female fighter." Janae Harding, <laughs> uh, professional athlete, international MMA star. And EJ, how do you yep. respond to, to, to her accepting your challenge?
1: Um, I will say this. I uh, Look, I don't want her to get hurt in the competition. <laughs> My main concern is that she has a career ahead of her. She <laughs> has a title. She has a title to take. She has a title to take and some bitches to stomp out. And uh, she doesn't need to be worrying about any kind of competition that I'm putting out. Uh, but essentially, it, look, I will take. I need to take the challenge. My blood, my blood, oath is on it. Uh, but um, but yeah, no, my concern would be uh, uh, sort of you know crushing her like a can.
2: You, you did. You did say. <laughs> I don't
1: mean that at all. I and this
2: this did, uh, this did this did ring very true when you said this this is nothing but a lose-lose situation for you because best case scenario you run over a woman
1: yeah it's uh (laughs) it's yeah best case scenario run over a woman (laughs) absolutely or then like god forbid I get knocked over and uh they start like you will, know, they then they'll start like a feminist holiday on that day, and uh, they'll start all celebrating, <laughs> and um, that'll be very annoying for me. Um, <laughs> I gotta say,
2: someone who I, I'm imagining doesn't listen to this podcast, but someone we both know responded to. Uh, actually, I'll, I'll scroll down so you can see. Did you see who I'm thinking of this? Went oh Jesus, dude, and I and I just oh, thought, oh my it, god, that really gave I, me the shits. Because I'm like, who are you? <sighs> who are you defending? There are no yeah. women on here offended by this. What's the, <laughs> who, who are you white knighting for,
1: dude? I gotta say, look, if we were in a tribe, of like a small a small chieftain, you know what I mean, uh, where we'd forage for food and and stuff like that, and that person that made that comment there was in the in the chieftain, um. I might kill him out on some hunt. <laughs> Just and be like, it happened, I don't know what happened, I threw a spear, it accidentally hit him, and everyone would kind of be better off. No one would really <laughs> say anything, but they'd all be like, Thank you, Elliot. Thank <laughs> you. Here's here's some extra caribou. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: that's the first break for sure. <laughs> I'm going to get a beer. Be Fuck back. that guy, bro. <laughs> Caribou. <laughs> Today's podcast is not brought to you by the tremendous dash cam video editing software. When you're in a car accident with another driver and you're not at fault, it's your word against theirs. And while a dash cam may uncover the truth of the matter, with a tremendous dash cam video editing software, you can show the authorities your truth. Because just because she may not have come out of nowhere doesn't mean it didn't feel like she did. This editing software allows you to turn any traffic incident into one where you're the victim. Change traffic lights, remove indicators, even place mobile phones in the other driver's hand. Tremendous dashcam editing software, so simple even a drunk could use it, which is perfect because they're our demographic. These are so much fun to make. Uh, a, a, a little, a little, little spoiler, a little, uh, <laughs> little teaser for for the next run of ads. I've got one of the ones I've got in the barrel. Is the uh, Vincent Rivetti School for Fighting Ch- uh, Fighting Children? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Those children would thrive. <laughs> that, that would be a more proud organization than the PCYC. <laughs> Oh, that, yeah, they kicked the shit out of those losers from the PCYC. <laughs> no technique. Um, okay. <laughs> are we going to go straight into a little uh, a segment that we have there? Let's
2: week? do it. Okay. So we're, we're working hard to find segments that actually are segments and not just stories <laughs> reverse engineered.
1: No, we just need to be bothered to go back to the segment.
2: That's a good point. Okay. So here's my idea for a segment. Uh, and this is what kind of blank would you be? So Elliot, I, I thought I, w- I had an interesting idea the other day. I was thinking about uh, female athletes and 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 your distaste for them, and I was beginning to wonder. And <laughs> 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 no, 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 that's not true. That's not true at all. And and I was wondering, I was wondering, you know, uh, if only Elliot were a woman, then this wouldn't be a cancelable offense. And then I thought, well, what kind of woman would Elliot Rivetti be? What, and what kind of woman might I be? And originally, I thought we might present what kind of women we individually would be. But no, I think this is better if we instead start to dissect what kind of woman the other person might be. And and, and I've got some theories about what uh, uh, Edwina Ravetti might be like. But do, do, you, do you want to kick it off? We'll, we'll, we, need, we, need, uh, we might need music for this one at some stage.
1: We can do music for this, Tanya, uh, but at this point, um, I think that we could just sort of, you know, see if it's worth keeping around, <laughs> just like just like most guys would feel about you if you were a woman. Um, just so be- I before think before we get
2: into this, I thought it was really <laughs> funny when we were talking about this off, uh, off pod, when you were saying you're talking to t-, t about it, and, and what, what did T say, what kind of woman you would be?
1: She said, "I'd be a raging whore," <laughs>
2: <laughs> which I think is really the low-hanging fruit for this segment. It's just us going back and forth calling each other sluts. But, uh, but I will
1: point out that uh, a woman used the word uh, whore, and the sentence "raging whore," and uh, <laughs> we're not allowed to use it apparently. Anyway, move on. <laughs> um, so we, <laughs> we yeah. So my my what I think that you would be, Tommy. Um, what I think that you would. Uh, what I think that you would represent is um, probably someone that would clean up quite nice, where probably just just above a knee skirt sort of thing. <laughs> you know what I mean? And people would be like interested in in the office, and people would be interested. And she's attractive and stuff like that. And she uses that attractiveness to sort of get what she wants. But when you really get down to it, there's nothing there. <laughs> Like when you try and like, even when they're offering like sex, like the main thing that you're like really excited about, and you're like, oh my god, like it's just bad. Like she's <laughs> just she's always just been like uh, just a prize rather than ever have to work towards the prize. You know what I'm saying? And so she's just like enjoying the prize.
2: You, what, what do you mean to be the prize that happened to be worked
1: towards the prize? I think the people know. And I so no, she's I, just I don't like, know. <laughs> what, do, what do you so mean? She, so she's saying. <clears throat> so she's never had to actually work to uh to get the dick um, it's always it's always just sort of been around and so guys are like you know appreciative but when they really get in there, there's nothing to write home about you know oh, so i mean? you, because
2: you, you just think I'd be a starfish I just lie there.
1: A starfish, I didn't even know if I could use that term, like I didn't even know if that term was like, yeah, a starfish, you just lie there, like, you know, just, you do you, and I'll be cool after this, you know what I mean, I'm not gonna place any charges, and uh, I'm probably not gonna enjoy it that much, you know what I mean, and, uh, and, uh, and I also think that you'd probably, you'd be really well kept and stuff like that, but, um, and maybe you have some cool books on your <laughs> bookshelf. Probably haven't read any of them. And uh, and I think that you probably are self-conscious about the hair on your forearms.
2: <laughs> I do love that uh, the study is like, what kind of girl would you be? And you interpret that question as, how would he fuck?
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, that's how my girlfriend interpreted it. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I do think if I were a girl, like I would be, I would be very, very boring in the bedroom. Like I would be very very vanilla. I'd be I you know, I'd only blow you on your birthday. And even then as
1: opposed to your cock diesel personality now.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so that all yet you, you don't have anything to say about my personality, you don't have anything to say about my, my my hopes, my dreams, my goals. You do
1: really well in the office. Um you'd intimidate people in the workplace. Um Probably just because you're an intelligent female uh, and people are just intimidated by that. They're like, oh, fuck, is this like she, you know, I don't know, whatever goes on in people's brains. And uh, I think that you'd probably be um, wanting to do well in the stocks, but probably not doing that well.
2: In the st- like the stock market?
1: Yeah, yeah, like you, you, bring it up at pubs and stuff like that when people try and pick you up, and you're like, uh, pff, "I have shares, back off." You know what I mean? <laughs> but like, really, you, um, you put all your money in. Uh, I don't know, what, what's the, what's the Pfizer that's not working right now?
2: What, AstraZeneca?
1: <laughs> yeah, no, 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 even worse. <laughs> 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 and that's my assessment of you as a female. I don't even know. I none of that. I I, I feel like uh, how are we gonna keep. Ki- oh, you know what'd be good? What would is be good is if we could get uh, other comedians to tell us what kind of females we would be.
2: Oh yeah, that that could be good. I'd get around that.
1: We could even do right, okay. it as a compilation rather than a weekly thing.
2: I'd be into that. That yep. That um. Let's 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 add that to the list of things we'll talk about and not do. Uh, I think. <laughs> 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 All right, Elliot. You as a woman. Look, I I uh. I think, I don't think you would necessarily be, be a whore in the traditional sense. Like, I, d- I don't think you'd necessarily get around a lot, but I do think you'd be a massive cocktail. Because, and I, and I don't think you'd even know that you're being a huge cocktail. Because, you know, there's that thing <laughs> when girls are just really nice and every guy assumes that they just want it. That's because you go around, you hug people and you kiss people. You tell them you love them after the first time you meet them. Like if you were a girl, every open micer in Sydney would think they're about to fuck you every night you're on stage. (laughs) And all the other girls would hate you. All the other girls would hate you because they think you're like slutting around for spots. But deep down, but you, the saddest thing is you have no idea. Like, you think you're just being a nice girl, but all of the guys talk about you behind your back <laughs> and about how hard you get them for nothing, for absolutely nothing. And then people start thinking you're a lesbian and you don't think that's fair and it's not. But that's... that's. <laughs>
1: Man, Sometimes, I reckon. Um,
2: so, so you know, did you ever have this feeling at school, that like, kind of like Truman Show experience of like, is everyone? Does everyone really like? Do people like me, or are they just pretending to and then laughing at it <laughs> behind their back?
1: One hundred percent. That's. Uh, I still do that today. I still I do that today. I I consistently think whenever I run into older comedians and stuff like that. Um, I consistently think that they think that I am bullshit. And, uh, why am I bothering? It's a, it's a, it's a, they're burning three times the calories talking to, to me. You know what I mean?
2: See, I think I, I, I meant it from the perspective of like, you're so nice to people. I wonder if deep down you're making fun of them.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think a lot of people think that sometimes, bro. Sometimes people make mis- make mistake. They're like, you're not that nice. <laughs> <laughs> and then just like you are you have to be making making fun of me taking the piss in some way is there somebody watching that, is, that you've made a joke and walked up to me um, but then the more that you get to know me you're like this is just Elliot
2: <laughs> I remember once at sort a of gig <laughs> seeing you wear a Sue Thomas t-shirt on stage and I was oh, like yeah. I think I
1: got it that night from her
2: I was like is Elliot just being a real dick or <laughs> does he really <laughs> like this woman
1: <laughs> no, I was genuinely supporting. I was like, I would love one of those shirts. And she goes, I'll bring you one next week. And I put it on the night that she gave it to me. I was like, I'll perform in it for you. And uh, <laughs> I performed. <laughs> <laughs>
2: All right, so there's my first one. Elliot, the woman is a cock tease. The second one is that you are an absolute liability. Because when... <laughs> because here's the thing, and I've noticed this about like, uh, especially when i started like having a group of girlfriends and we would go out together when a guy gets too fucked up he just ruins his night but when a girl gets too fucked up she ruins everyone's night and that would be you you would be like Two bags deep from the, you know, these strangers you just hugged at the bar who invited you to the toilets <laughs> and were disappointed just to lose lines and gain nothing. And you would just be a total mess falling over yourself. And then you'd also, you'd, you've just got that like red rag to a bull rage to you. You'd be pulling <laughs> bitches' hair out and like slapping the shit out of guys who disrespect you. You would just, yeah. Like. <laughs> You've got, you've got that. That's unpredic- the one thing I
1: agree with. <laughs> I, uh, I think that I would get more than one guy beat up because of my actions. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but you would get them beat up, or you would beat them up?
1: No, they would. I would get them beat up, (laughs) like for having to defend my honor or something at a a football game where where I slapped, where I spat in some guy's face or something. (laughs) And now he's like, "Hey, I'm trying to fuck her later," and then he gets knocked out. (laughs) Yeah,
2: and you still don't go home with him. We're just friends. I just I go home with
1: the guy that knocked him. (laughs) (laughs) i that bitch. Oh man. Oh. Fuck this segment. <laughs> I <love> this, segment. <laughs> this podcast is not brought to you by the Tremendous Sexy Edible Outfit. Have sexy edible underwear gotten as boring as the sex life you were running from? Sounds like you need the tremendous edible date night outfit. Simply send in you and your loved one's measurements and in under a week we'll have our candy tailors bring you and your loved one the perfect date night outfit that you've been starving for. Dinner at a fancy restaurant? Turn the entree and mains menu down and bring on the wine because the lobster flavoured cocktail dress that your wife walked in on goes perfect with the white. Vegetarian? No problem at all. Our gentleman's three-piece suit is made up of kale, spinach and rocket and you throw some dressing on your husband, and you have a new reason to crawl under the table. The tremendous edible date night outfit. Sir, so, uh, here are you in your wife's jackets, but whatever was covering your wife's cunt is co- completely misplaced.
2: And we're back.
1: That's we... Uh,
2: and and the break that we've just taken Elliot, is a bit longer than most of the breaks <laughs> we take on this podcast. How how long did this break last?
1: <laughs> like twenty four hours or something? About
2: twenty four hours. We started recording on Tuesday and we're <laughs> pausing it off on Wednesday because. And uh, to, correct me if I'm wrong here. Elliot, I think we we paused because you got a little chilly. Is that? <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, it was. Uh, it, it, what happened last night? We 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 broke the record for the um for the biggest break. Between, um, and it was the re- the reason is because I have, have uh, I'm not gonna say suffered because I'm not a victim, <laughs> but I have uh, been inflicted with this thing that happens where sometimes since I was a little kid, like I'll be distracted, I'll be just be watching TV, I'll be so transfixed on whatever I'm doing, whether it be a game or whatever, um, that I'll j- and it'll be like winter, I'll leave my windows open, maybe I'll be sipping on a cold beverage, and I, before I know it, all my heat in my body is gone, like my my core temperature has completely lowered. And when I stand up, I like I, I go into like a seizure, of, seizure of of, uh, of uh, shivers. And uh, the only way to sort of get out of it is like I have to shiver and like until I'm sweating, and uh, and then I come out of it pretty good kind of thing. Uh, and it, it, it but, but the thing is like it happened last night. I was on the I was doing the podcast with Tom. Tom's internet went out, and before I knew it, I was sitting in my uh, in my room with the windows open drinking cold beers with no clothes on and just uh, I was I was waiting for time. I was like, come on, man, please come by back. And then eventually I was like, can we just do this tomorrow, please? I'm, I don't think I could do this.
2: I mean, just to be clear, it was like 17 degrees. It wasn't like... We weren't doing the podcast live from Canberra. But this was...
1: I know. I just uh, I have I don't know what it is, man. I, it's just uh, a lot of bitch in me, apparently.
2: <laughs> I think my favorite part about it was was the the genuine embarrassment you felt. Like you did, you kept talking about what uh, uh, that you felt like a little bitch. I feel like you'd really <laughs> felt like you'd uh, you'd lowered your your masculinity around me. I feel like I have. I think I have to do the woo next podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no,
1: I think I just think I would. I think I'd feel less masculine if I lied to you. Because then I'd know. I'd be like, uh, no, Tom, I just uh, broke my finger and, uh, or dislocated my finger and then popped <laughs> it back in myself. But I'm going to need the night off. Kinda <laughs> I just
2: dislocated my finger <laughs> punching walls
1: over here. <laughs> <laughs> and then I yelled at my girlfriend, I got to go. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Tiana, I need more tea. yeah she made me a teat
1: to warm up my insides it didn't really work (laughs) (laughs) the damage was done let's move on to the segment (laughs) i'm over uh, talking about me
2: (laughs) so you've you've got a segment you've got a new game for us to play elliot which has racial connotations
1: it does it actually does have racial connotations i'll tell you more about my uh my adventure putting this game together because i don't want to i don't want to put out all the information Uh, too early and encourage or discourage people from playing it Um, but what I will tell you is the game the game that we are playing today uh, has a game has a name the name has a game and the name of the game today Tommy is uh, what country is the best at lying to Australians
2: so the first time I heard about this game it was called which race (laughs) are the biggest liars and it has been <laughs> softened significantly in the twenty-four hours since.
1: I think it was called "Which race are the best liars?" But uh, it, okay, so it has been—it's um, gone through the PR system, and uh, <laughs> we've had to—we've had to uh, take out some of its edges. But uh, nevertheless, it made it through to development, and um, here we are. And, and so, what the the, the rules of uh, what country is the best at lying to Australians? What the rules are? Uh, We have somebody um, of a certain uh, race or a certain uh, country uh, come in.
2: Nationality is the word you're looking for.
1: Yeah, came came from a certain country, uh, have a certain (laughs) nationality. uh, And they are going to tell two stories that are lies and one story that is a truth. And Tom has to identify which story is the truth. Um, If he cannot, then that country is is awarded a point for uh, for which country... Uh, which country is the best at lying to Australia. Um, you also then have to guess uh, what country or uh, nationality the person is.
0: When I first got to Sydney, I didn't speak any English and I didn't know anyone. So I came here to study English and um, I was living not Sydney at the time. And I got uh, an advice from a friend back to my country and saying that don't bring a towel because it was pointless, because I had like a limited weight of luggage to bring, and I was coming to a different country. So like, what's the point to bring a towel, just get there and like buy a new towel? And I just followed this advice, but because I got here and I didn't speak any, any English and I didn't know anyone, I got to the house and I didn't know where to buy a towel. I just got a, like internet inside of the house because I forgot to buy, like, a SIM card since I got here. So I just spent, spent, like, three days drying myself with my shirts until I found, like, Woolies, so I could bought like, eight towels. I was so happy because I found, like, the place that I could bought bought a towel. I still have four of these eight towels, like, two and a half years later
1: that's the story one
0: story one
2: okay and remind is this game uh, called which nationality tells the worst stories
0: (laughs) and i was in sydney and i need to make friends i decide to get the tinder uh i meet this girl on tinder we had a few dates and she was weird but like it doesn't it didn't bother me at all because like she really loved my feet. Like we would have sex and she would be staring at my feet, asking if she could touch it. Sometimes she would ask me for pictures of my feet and all these things. It didn't work out because uh, I was working too much at that time and she was seeing other guys, you know, like these things happen. And um, I remember one day that she just like suddenly sent me a nude, and I just asked her, like, do you miss me? Why you send me this? I'm working, when I get out of work, I'm gonna send you something to you. And she was like, ah, can you send me a picture of your feet? And I said, no, why you want a picture of my feet? Like, what's the point with this? And she just said that, like, she got a, like, Instagram profile with, like, feet pictures. And someone was asking her for, like, more pictures of my feet. (laughs) And uh, she said that, like, she would pay me because the person was paying her. And uh, I said no at the beginning, but, like, I was really low with money at that time. So a few days later, I just asked her, like, oh, you're still in of my feet pictures. And uh, she was paying, like, $25 a month for, like, five pictures of my feet and it didn't last long and I don't know how much she was earning with this, but yeah. Story number two. Time... Story number two.
2: Okay. Very tremendous. Uh, appropriate. The foot story.
1: They're clearly a fan. Clearly a fan. Okay. Story number three and final story for you, Tom.
0: I was drinking in a shopping mall with like friends back in my country. We were like not actually inside of the shop mall we were like on the entryway the, the shopping mall like there was like bars and restaurants at the entry of the, the shopping mall and like we always would drink there because it was the only one that was open on mondays because we were working on weekends so like on monday we decide to, to have drinks and like we go to that bar so we usually like would drink there at that day we we're like talking about shit that like we have like steal it and it's like really weird things that like we don't really need but like you just see the opportunity and you're like just steal it. Talking about things and, like stolen. And uh, we were k- kept drinking, we we're drinking for hours there. We we're already like a bit drunk. When the like waiter said that like, well, we are closing so we just pay the bill and like as a good customers, we start like helping him to like to close the tables, put everything inside. When we look at each other, and I pick up like two chairs, a friend of mine just pick up a table, and the other one pick up another chair, and like we just start walking towards the street. And it wasn't like a really short walk, like 10, 15 meters from the bar to the street. We just walk like nothing happened, it's normal. We're carrying the chairs and the tables we get to the to the like sideline of the, the the shopping mall we order uber we check everything in and uh, we explain to uber that we just move stuff for friends uh well, the uber just dropped us in one of my friends place and we forgot about the tables and the chairs and we kept drinking talk about things the next day we woke up and like we just realized that we forgot this shit and we decide to to say that like it didn't happen and we just come back to the same bar and start drinking again.
1: End of story three Tom You've heard all three stories from our uh, participant, our uh, person tremendous participating in the new segment, which country is the best at lying to Australians. And based on the fact that uh, I didn't think that most of the participants are going to have accents, we should probably, uh, and English as a second language, we should probably have them tell uh, two stories.
2: (laughs) 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 And they should probably actually be stories, not about what he bought from Woolworths. I, I think, all right, so first of all, he's Brazilian
1: uh good call you already get that point amazing Nice. Wait, wait have we got the uh i think we've got the right the correct noise here nope uh one minute it's nope it's it's yeah <laughs> double for uh, you my friend so he's Bra-
2: yeah he's, he's brazilian uh all right so i'm gonna it's two two stories of false right two are lies and one's real
1: Two stories of false. And now let me remind you. So the first story involved a um, participant uh, not having enough towels when they came to Australia. In fact, they bought no towels when they came to Australia Under uh, from advice from a, um, from a friend saying, why would you bring any towels? Don't go over the weight limit. Buy towels when you get there, when you get to Australia. But he, he couldn't find them. And uh, when he did finally find uh, an eight pack at Woolies, he held on to them so much so that he still has four uh, many years later. Um... The second story involved a uh, a girl that he was dating that uh, enjoyed pictures. That enjoyed his feet so much that she uh, procured uh, pictures, sold them on her Instagram, and then uh, was asking, requesting for more, uh, so that she could um, you know traffic his feet on the internet. Um, And then the third story involved he and his friends uh, stealing a table from a bar, uh, taking it in an Uber getting it back to their apartment and then the next morning waking up and for, uh, remembering that they had done it going back to the, and, and just deciding, you know what, fuck it. They're probably not going to remember going back to the same bar and, uh, everything was hunky dory.
2: Okay. All right. And, uh, two, two of them are lies, right? One of them's true.
1: Two of them are lies. And one of them is true. I will indicate to you which one, uh, when you get it right or wrong based on the, uh, the noise, I'll give you a little ding or a little burr.
2: Okay. All right. Uh, Th- they all they all sound like lies to me. Like, f- n- number three... Okay, number three was the most egregious to me, even though now I'm thinking it might be true. I mean, number one, they don't sell eight packs of towels at Woolworths. I don't know. And also, he said it took him four days to find a Woolies. Like, that makes no sense to me. Um, <laughs> the second one, like, selling foot pics on Instagram, although I think that might have been lost in translation. I don't know. That just seemed like... It seemed... It, to be it about selling foot pictures on the internet, it, uh, on this podcast of all places, just seemed too on the nose. <laughs> but then the third one, there's so many... Po- okay, first of all, f- the fact that he and his friends went from being good Samaritans, helping this guy clean up the restaurant at the end of the night, and then just decided to steal all of his t- chairs and tables. First red flag, second red flag, they get an Uber. There's no Uber in Brazil. For sure, there's no Uber <laughs> in Brazil. Like,
1: <laughs> oh my god! They thought the I was bus vaping was, when you said that, and I almost uh, died.
2: They thought the bus was a <laughs> horse, Elliot. They tried to feed it a carrot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, deep reference for whoever got that. Good for you. Um, but and then like the. Uh, there's an Uber and there's a bunch of them and they all got into one Uber with a table and a bunch of chairs. I'm saying right that's away what, that's
1: that, that, that's what the story went. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: That's I'm saying that story is a lie.
1: Mm. You're correct. That is a lie. <laughs>
2: Why did she buzz me then?
1: <laughs> just to make you. Uh, <laughs> I wanted to get you frazzled. <laughs> uh, okay. So, uh, that is that, that's, that is indeed a, a lie of a story.
2: Okay, so now we're back to towels and the foot pictures. Towels and foot pictures, towels and foot pictures. Like, eight towels from Woolworths just sounds like bullshit. But I don't know if he's just like, oh, it was like a heap of towels. And also, like, having. how Do you know how long ago he moved to Australia?
1: Um, I think he said it in the story, but I don't remember it off the top of my head. Would you like me to just play the start of the clip real quick? No,
2: I don't. uh, Uh, I don't
1: know what you're talking about. He did a great job of uh, explaining the story.
2: Okay. I'm going to say, I'm going to say the foot pictures, I'm going to say the foot pictures is true and the towels is false.
1: Okay, so I am just gonna play the sound that indicates whether or not you have won or lost, okay? Mm. The towels are true. Tommy loses. <laughs> oh, my goodness, Brazil gets a point for which country is the best at lying to Australia. Congratulations, Brazil. I don't have any applause noise, but what I do have, what I do have for you is the uh, pride fighting competition music oh my goodness and brazil knows this music so well champions rise brazil you lying bastards well done until next time that was which country is the best at lying to australians well done brazil
2: why does it have to be two australians
1: um, well, we're going to see whether or not Australians are the best at lying to Australians. So we're going to have Australian competitors. Um, oh, cool. but you that's and I that's are going th- to be two my ast- friends then. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, you want to We can cut this out if we don't think we should say this but I'll tell you <laughs> it was like, bro, I uh it was pretty hard. It was probably the hardest segment I've actually had to try and find some people. I was going to try and uh find multiple, which I'm glad I didn't at this point with all the stories, but um the, I had three people um, be like, hey man, uh, I really like you and you know, whatever you're doing, but, uh, I don't want to do anything with race. <laughs> <laughs> it completely turned me away. And I was like, fucking yeah, no. hell. I was like, no worries, dude. But uh, then I had to start softening the name.
2: <laughs> you didn't have to tell them it was about race. They could have found that out by themselves. <laughs> That's how you be like, hey, man, I needed you to play this game on my podcast called Two Truths in a Line. Like, oh, I'd love to do that. And then they tune in and they're like, which race are the best at lying? <laughs>
1: no but that was the point i just wanted them to be involved know what they were doing and stuff and i really didn't think there was going to be some problem but and then
2: um, your one your one sri lankan friend from high school is like why is elliot getting in touch after all these years
1: (laughs) oh man um okay cool 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 so where are we at in time
2: we're good we're 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 close to 50 minutes now
1: okay cool um uh, so that, that, that must mean that it's time for the uh, the part of the show really quickly where I give a quick a uh, couple shout outs to the people tremendous and today uh, we have a double up so last week I shouted out Mister Evie's Ravellis. Uh but now his uh, his shining star the apple of his eye and uh, his future wife uh, Mrs Abigail Howes. but because just like Mister Reveas she, uh, she has two uh, L's, e e l l in Howes, I'm just going to call her Howeas uh evie's Raveas and abigail uh Hawayus, uh c- thank you for being people tremendous and welcome to the universe uh and to a uh to a shining star in the universe of the tremendous mr conor connor, Kay- connor keyhan uh mr zach levin and mrs ollie page uh thank you for being people tremendous buy that merch up um <laughs> buy it up buy it all up we've got some specials
2: yeah we do have shirts we've got shirts please buy shirts from us
1: we got shirts on shirts
2: all right Elliot. Let's, 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 let's let's tie this up. Okay. Joke Uh, Joke of the week falls on your shoulders this week, I believe.
1: Joke of the week falls on the tip of my tongue and uh, I'm going to lick it into your ears, Tom. You ready? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I'm going to give you a wet willy right from the horse's mouth. (laughs) I'm the horse. Uh, Okay. uh, A lady was brought into a, uh, into a morgue and uh, because her brother was apparently murdered. Uh, and, uh, the cop says, do you mind identifying the body and puts his hand on her shoulder? And, uh, he goes, I have to warn you. The body was hacked up. And, uh, the lady was like, uh, yes, that's fine. Um, my brother race. That's, that's, that's my brother race. Uh, and the cop says, are you sure? And, uh, she, she nods and she goes, those are Reese's pieces. <laughs> So dumb. <laughs> it's tremendous. It's tremendous.
0: You know it is.